0: Hey everyone, hope everyone is good, hope everyone is great, it is Friday, you know what time it is We are circling back for another season dialogue conversation Again, going into the weekend, if you got plans, I hope that they are just as grand as you wanted them to be I hope you, um, you know, get to uh, meet new people, or if you haven't seen people in a while, you get to connect with them If you don't have much planned, I surely hope that you take some time to reset, refocus, get yourself together, just take that opportunity to just rest your body and your mind. Or if you want to, you know, journal a little bit, write some things down or just plan some things with the family and the children, you know, those things to bring joy. For this Friday, I don't want to hold it long because on Monday I do want to start fresh and anew but this came into my spirit and I really wanted to share this with you guys and it has to do with self-awareness, self-being and just accepting what is. Um, One of the things that I've really been intentionally working on and just seeing through is being self-aware of Number one, who I am in my actions and maybe my actions towards certain people, more importantly, my family. So one of the things that I have, um, but we've done this for a while. And I spoke of this when I was talking about toxic parents is allowing my children to be open with me about certain things because even when we think that we have gotten it right, there is always someone to tell us, "Eh, no, you didn't, you didn't quite do that the way you think you did. And the thing about, you know, sitting in the space of being in our bodies is that we see ourselves one way, um, but others see us differently. So I became self-aware of some of the things that I did when my children began to express things that they noticed about me. Now, um, again, I'll say I have boys, so I don't have the experience with girls, but um, my boys would often tell me, mama, we know you love us, (laughs) but you in some ways can be very, very overprotective. And, um, you know, my way of explaining this, you know, the world is different, blah, say blah, I got to know where you are, boom, boom, boom. And I'm offering all of these, what I feel like is knowledgeable statements, but I really realized that they were excuses only to make me feel better, but also acknowledging that my children who range from the age of 19 to 14 was feeling that my packaged up love and Care looked like overprotection um, that hindered them to grow personally. There has always been a fear that I, as a person, and I know that many women and, and men can attest to this when it comes to their children, um, that you lack in some kind of capacity which would turn into um, it being shown in ways through your children. So, for instance, for me, I felt like if I wasn't engaged with my my boys and wasn't active in their lives, then it would turn into, in their adulthood, a feeling as if mama wasn't there enough or mama didn't spend time. So I overcompensated because in my mind, I was like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I have to be um, there because I don't want them to have these feelings. The other thing that I would do is I... Um, I think I because my mother was not one who she wasn't one who to say I love you and that was just who she was like she didn't say I love you I would have loved for it to be verbalized and shared with me um but I didn't get it and I knew that that was something that I was missing so with my boys I am always just letting them know how much I love them and hugging them and touching on them. And I, it got to a certain point, especially when, you know, they got into the 17 and 18 um, year old moment. Like they knew like, mama, we know you love us, but it became a little overbearing to them. And so when they kind of let me know, like, ma, it's okay. Like, and I get it. Like they're, they're boys turning into men And at first it hurt my feelings Because I was feeling like Yo, I just want to let you know That I love you But I also recognize as I sit on it As they talk to me I recognize that it was a lack of The things that I felt And I was pouring into them But sometimes when you pour into other people You can drown them hmm, We'll sit on that <laughs> We have insufficiencies within ourselves And therefore we try to make it up by giving it to other people, and when we do that, we are literally pouring so much that we drown them in the things that we didn't experience. And I had to sit with that and understand that's what I was doing. My overprotection also brought me to places where I, instead of allowing them to deal with situations on their own, like. You know, when you know your kids, you know, something is wrong. So I could read facial expressions or just the way that they were acting to know that something was just not right. And so for me wanting to communicate um, and just be there to let them know, like I'm here, I would often will will talk to me, you know, let me know. I want to hear about it. And kind of being in their business, right? I mean, I have, you know, in some ways, like we should. But in other ways, I realized again by them talking to me that I was impeding like in their situations. And so I would make them tell me what was wrong. And then I had this grand idea in how to fix it. And what I was really doing was stopping them, number one, from going and making their own decisions and deciding themselves what they needed to do. It could be something as small as a conflict with a friend. And I can tell, you know, one of my boys were going through it and I'm asking what's going on. And I'm I'm pitching for them to give it to me. And when they finally give it to me, then I come up with a solution. And although they're hearing me and they're listening and they're like, okay, yeah, I'll use that idea. It came into full view. And they were like, Mama, you know, sometimes... You give us the solution and maybe that's not how I wanted to work it out or, you know, I wanted to work it out a certain way. And so I was inputting my um, my information into them before they were even handling it. And so, again, I was impeding their journey as boys to men being able to handle their own personal situations self-awareness also brings us to the point where i was using as an example that the things that we may be aware of you know consciously um of the things that we have experienced can show up in ways where we behave with other people and so me being aware that maybe i lacked a few things in my childhood and before 18 I was aware sitting in that space of knowing, okay, I needed this, this, and this, and I'm going to show up and be this way for other people, but also not recognizing that I may have been drawing and pulling way more, which could be congruent to just not having it all if it, if that makes sense to you, what I didn't have, I was wanting to give, but even in giving i was giving too much and it became a hassle for those in which i loved so i had to be aware of the sense that i needed to draw back and i needed to kind of read the room and read the areas of where i needed to implant my um my words i needed to implant um conversations I needed to just read people and understand that maybe the notion that I was speaking on wasn't really welcome. Also, in the beginning, we talked a lot about um, our journey and going into moving from one place to another and knowing that um, we are now creating a space of a newfound us. And being aware of who we were, number one, um, and who we are moving away from through maturity and wisdom, but also acknowledging that this was who we we were. And maybe because we are moving into a different place, we still have to be aware of the instances in which our old self can show up. So I'll describe it like this. If you're low point was um, I'm just throwing this out here that you um, abused drugs and people knew that you know you stayed high right you know that was that was the thing you you stayed high and your highness could be caused by um, things that you were dealing with um, and not wanting to deal with it so you stayed on that plane of being high and then you got a light bulb um, event and you realize like I don't want to live like this anymore Things about you began to change and you want it better for your life because you want it to be just sitting in a space of just coming back to you again. And now you're bridging and you're moving. You ain't picked up whatever it was that would, you know, maintain your high and you're feeling great. You're you're feeling good. Um, Things are the up and up. And then you go into a situation that is a stressor. Because remember, before then, it was so much easier after you took that break and you realized, oh, I can do it without, you know, the things that got me high. Um, You were living a good life and that's usually how it how it um, happens. You're not really given other things to to depend on. So now, you know, it's open space and now you got a stressor in your life. You have to be aware, self-aware that The reason of picking up whatever it was to to get you to that high point was based on a stressor or things that you were dealing with. So now what are you going to do? And being aware and understanding the linkage between why it was that you done some of the things that you did into um, operating in a position of, okay, I got to do better and I'm not going to do this anymore will set you in a way in which you will operate um, in this newfound person. So when that stressor comes, you're not picking up whatever it is that maintained this highness. It is, oh, I got to deal with it. Like, this is my first time in a long time with dealing with a stressed situation. And therefore, I'm going to I am intentionally going to move into this point where I am aware of who I am and I'm not allowing this to prevent me from my growth. We also tapped in, you know, with relationships as well. If you are aware of just how you show up in your relationship or your marriage with a certain person, um, it could be, you know, your attitude or it can be your lack of just giving or um, being available for them. That awareness that has now brought you into looking at yourself, you know, seeing yourself as who you really are, having that reflection of you um, should change some parts and some courses of you. Because again, when we look at ourselves, we look at ourselves one way and we experience ourselves one way. And in our head, we think we're right. But it takes for someone else to tell us and call us out on our BS for us to understand, okay, This is who we are. And I always say, you know, this is a very um, truthful statement I have found. When people who don't even associate with each other seem to tell you the same thing about yourself, you might wanna take heed into what they're saying because they are showing you the genuine and honest um, ways in which you work the ways in which you behave and ways in which you show up, which would, you know, assist in helping you be aware of who you really are. And speaking of self awareness, don't take what people are saying to you in truth as a feeling of them not loving you what I've learned with people who really 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 love us is that they are truthful in their walk and their talk with us that they are doing so because they see the greatness within us and they want us to just embody what it is in which they see for us but sometimes we can be reluctant to hear the things and truth that people have to say to us because we feel it as a knock to our ego or just a knock to us personally. When in in fairness, they're only speaking truth because they see the things that are pulling us down. And so allowing yourself to come down a notch again because we stay on this, this high horse of thinking, you know, we know all. To be able to come down a notch and just listen to those who only want what's best for us will give us a sense of, you know, number one, comfortableness in listening to those who who really care for us and also just the comfortableness of learning that be beside and outside of ourselves we are and appearing as a different person which is a learning tool for us to do better again I said I wasn't going to hold you for a long time but I did want to give you those those little jewels for us to be aware of the way in which we show up number one ourselves and outside of ourselves and just taking in what other people are telling us and to be aware that they're not doing it to hurt us or to make us feel any type of way. They're doing so, so that we are aware of who we are so that we can become the best versions of ourselves. I hope this weekend again gives you everything that you've been wanting to get out of it hope that you continue to listen in to the podcast um i have some things coming up i have a um i have some episodes or we're going to do a month of uh conversations with friends and i'm excited about that we are starting um to build on to having dialogue with different people and I'm ready to introduce that I don't want to talk about it too soon but just know that there are some fresh things that are coming if um, there's any episode that sticks out to you and you want to share it with someone please do also you are free to follow me on Instagram season dialogue you can follow my personal page um, on Instagram and also on TikTok, Lisa Marie. I love the feedback from everyone. Thank you so much again for just tapping in um, and just just being here with me in this space. I enjoy um, the talks. I enjoy just being here and I enjoy the space. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll see you guys on Monday. All right. Peace.